Welcome to the Forensic Cop Podcast. Liverpool nil, Brighton one. Oh, what? What's wrong? What's that's on? the wrong game. Wrong game. Let's try this one. Liverpool nil, Burnley one. Oh. Had to come. Wrong game. Wrong game. Honestly, I, I feel like I've 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 watched this game way too many times. Liverpool nil, Chelsea won. But we do have to give Chelsea credit. At least they didn't sit back. So not only can teams beat us when they just sit back and defend, but even the teams that attack us can still beat us at that field because we can barely muster even two shots on target in the entire 90 minutes. I honestly don't know if there's anything for us to talk about. Maybe we should just wrap it up. Well, so I have some stuff to talk about because I need to like say some stuff that like honestly a i don't know what game Klopp's watching and b i don't know what game the rest of the people are watching uh, well actually i i do think Klopp is at last watching the right game because he's he's being completely honest in his post-match interviews now i don't know why he didn't just be straight up earlier like eight ten year ten ten games ago but anyway go on well my question is and and realistically i mean to all the people who said fab had a good game when I saw Fab... Wait, who said that? Oh, I'm reading online. Oh, my God. Apparently, okay. he was rated as having a good game. And <laughs> okay. I don't know what what blind, deaf, and like person who watches basketball and has never watched the game of football in their life is saying that. But he had a terrible game. And the second I saw him on that uh, sheet to start at center back, I'm like, we're screwed. The goal was 100% his fault. Not like forget Allison, forget anybody else. That play, you don't allow him to cut in the middle. You have another man behind you who will cover you down the line. This is basics of basics of basics of defending. So that was completely unforgivable. Honestly, I'm getting tired of it. And Klopp needs to either decide that he wants to manage a top team or he wants to be the, t- the friend of these guys. Because there were too many guys on the field today that needed to be pulled. Not subbed, pulled off, and I'm and I'm honestly getting tired of saying the same thing every time. Well, see, that's the thing. We're not learning. Well, you and I are learning lessons, but it seems as if these lessons are not transpiring on the field because just what was it four four days ago? We were talking about finally we have defenders playing in defense, and suddenly the team clicks. Now, granted, it's only Sheffield United, but I mean, for goodness' sake, I won't be surprised if they beat us these days anyway, right? So I'll take a win against anybody, and. All of a sudden, Fabinho, who not only is a central midfielder, but he's been out, is put back in in, in the game at central um, defense, just like he he was against Man City, and he has a shocker. So, I I I mean I I just don't understand what we are doing with ourselves. I really don't, and that's not to say that the players are not to blame because I don't care how tired or mentally fatigued you are. You're a professional footballer, and at the very least, you can assure that you don't get beaten by a team that's not even interested in winning. They were more than happy to just tie. So, uh, yeah, yeah, it was evident from the beginning that Chelsea was looking to walk out of this game with a tie. That was absolutely because they're in the they're in a good position to just leave Anfield with a tie. That'll be a great result. This is just Christmas, and and in all honesty, like Fabinho is. Uh, I'm sure a very nice guy. He's got some good qualities. But I mean, on the Timo Werner goal that was called off for offside, uh, whew, you know, 
you can play an offside trap, but it doesn't mean that you're miles away. Like you should still be, you know, an inch or two behind the guy. You shouldn't be basically not even comp- contesting the ball. So that was unbelievable. The goal was all his fault. In the four, 54th minute, I even remember I made a note of it where they kind of had a break and um, Kabak was coming back and there was another man that was running up the field and Tiago had to cover him because Fabinho was, I don't know, catching moonbeams or something because he was he put himself horribly out of position. And like, you know, again, I'm not going to sit here and say that, you know, the center backs that we have right now, whether it be, you know, the, the, what is it? Davies who hasn't played Reese, whoever, or, or Reese or whatever. I'm not saying these guys are better than him, but they're just better central defenders. And I don't know, was not Phillips injured? Of course not. So, I mean, he wasn't even on the bench unless I stroked out. Oh, he wasn't? Oh, he wasn't. I, I don't know then. Maybe he was because Reese Williams was on the bench. So I know that it wasn't, he wasn't not on the bench because we didn't have space for him. He must, okay, so something must be up. Still, Reese Williams is a better partner. Like, bottom line is, Fabinho is constantly out of position. And let's be blunt. I'm, I'm just going to be blunt. I've never seen a central defender give up that many penalty shots and that many clear-cut scoring chances in my life, even at the lower levels, even on bad teams. Fabinho should not be there, and I don't know what game Klopp is watching. I don't know why he keeps putting him in these positions. And worst of all, I don't know why on earth there are people online commenting yet a good game. He was terrible. And and uh, above all of that, I don't care how good or bad of a defender he is. It is not like our midfield is setting the world alight, right? So yes, our, our strikers, well, our supposed strikers are not scoring. They're not getting in positions to score. A lot of that is on the midfield because for the past four years, we've survived on having a workman midfield because our fullbacks and our front three just work wonders, right? Or even Van Dyke will will create assists from deep. And then the midfield's job is just to hustle, get the ball, um, play compact, press, and, and, and um, carry the water for the rest of the players. So now that the front players are out of form, they're trying, well, Again, I'm not trying to excuse the fact that they can't even get a goal, on, a shot on target, but they're having to play the role of creative midfielders because we have no creative midfielders, or at least the few that we have aren't playing or are being hindered. So I don't care who you put at the back. In fact, I- I'm okay putting Genio Milner at the back, but we need Fabinho in our midfield because nothing else is happening there except Jones, and he's just pulled anyway. So what's the point? And so. Again, I'm going to go under the assumption that with Jones, he's on some sort of um, track, yes. limit, I agree. Know, track or something like that. I'm going to assume that because if Klopp looked at the team that was fielded today and was thinking, man, you know who our problem is right now? It's that young guy in the middle. If he thought that, then I'm like, I love Klopp, but he the game may have passed him by. So I'm hoping... Uh, Jones was subbed out because of minutes and and stuff like that that's being tracked separately. Uh, the whole Salah coming out thing, I mean, I'm not sure what Salah was mad about. I don't know what he was shaking his head about. Let me let me uh, go to the tape here. I just want to make sure I get it right because it was such a high number. He got, yeah, that's right, zero shots. 
to be fair, I suspect he's he's angry at himself, but um, still, I don't care. You're subbed off, run off, because you, you have not done anything, so at least get off the field quickly. Let's carry on with the game. Now, on that sub, I don't know why Klopp decided that Salah was the person to come off when Firmino was still on there doing nothing, except that one uh, where he took it to the byline and then pulled it across, which was amazing. I don't know why he doesn't do that often. I mean, he clearly can do it. So I, I, I don't know what the issue is. Do you mean more towards the end of the game? Yes. Yeah, I, I don't know. If, like, again, for me, it would be really simple where um, when I see, when I saw the way Firmino played the last five minutes, I would basically tell him, until you give me 90 minutes of that, you're never going to play another minute here. Because he looked at the end of the game like a player who wanted to score, wanted to generate stuff. And I'm sorry to tell you, he has not looked like that for a long time. Well, Um, he's not even in the area to begin with, right? He's he's playing all over the place, giving the ball away in in midfield and just causing havoc for us. In in looking at, you know, the numbers, um, you know, Salah had one shot at net, not a shot on net. One cross and one tackle one. I mean, in 60 minutes. And and I, I don't have the turnover numbers, but it, I felt like he simply could not make it past his man. And I and can't again, tell you he, how many times it feels like he can't make it past his man anymore. And, and he's playing too deep. So I don't remember if he was beating his man from that deep in previous seasons. He's just playing way too deep. Um, he, he, I mean, he's a midfielder. So he's playing as a midfielder. Mane's playing as a midfielder. Firmino's playing as a midfielder. It wasn't until Jota came on and with his very first touch, he, he, he cushioned that that cross, I think it was from Trent on his chest. And I'm thinking, yeah, this is what a striker does. Why can't we have that every single week? Why can't we just play somebody as a striker every single week? I don't understand. You know, like, I think you did make the point where you don't abandon your system just because it's not working. But I mean... We've scored. We haven't scored a goal from open play at Anfield this calendar year. So right. we're in March now. Um, if you if you take out the game, uh, you know the the Champions League game where we scored two because they had you know gimmies. Uh, we're like in champion in in EPL. We're not doing well. There's there's simply nothing to look at and think positively. It's time to change something. And to the point of you know we had a very untraditional 4-4-3 where or sorry 4-3-3 where the defenders you know the the right back left back were going up the midfield was workmanlike the front three were working around okay you know what simplify the game because this isn't working and to your point Jota came on and instantly when he came on he he got a he got you know the the long lob onto the chest might have made something of that he was making runs that were stretching the defense and it's not just a matter that he didn't get the ball. It was the defender was running with him and getting tired and getting out of position. Right. And we did, like, I don't know if Klopp's instructions to Mane and, and Salah and Firmino are never make a run, but making a run is what causes problems. And if you're not sure how that works and you think I'm wrong, ask Chelsea how they're making runs and how that worked against us. Yeah, we, we've managed to make every game seem as if we're playing 10, 10 men against 11, honestly. Well, because I mean, we're, I, we're playing 10 against 11 because Firmino's there. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's as simple as that because 
whenever we're attacking, I don't see any space, right? And I'm thinking, why is it that the other team is able to create space in our defense, but we can't seem to do the same in theirs? I, I don't know. I, I just don't understand what I'm watching anymore. I, I really don't. Well, I mean, to put it in perspective, so we're all about pressing and getting the ball back and blah, 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 blah. We had nine interceptions today against Chelsea's nine interceptions. And frankly, I was watching them. They did not look like they were doing a particularly good job pressing. I mean, they knew where to run to to keep us pinned in a bit, but they were not pressing the way we're supposed to be pressing. So the fact that they had as many interceptions as us, I'm sorry, those weren't interceptions. Those were straight giveaways. So we have 11 games left in the league. At this point, I think Klopp has to make a serious decision around what are the objectives in the league, not the Champions League, because of course we want to try and win that. But in the league, do we huff and puff in an attempt to try to get tough for do we make sure that we do whatever we can not to get the not to qualify for the Europa League? So kind of like they do in the NBA, where you lose games intentionally in order to get a top pick. Or does he kind of meet somewhere halfway and just try something different, bring in new players, and just use the rest of the season to prepare for the following season? Because if we go with the first option, I don't see where we'll. I just don't see us scoring enough to, to make top four. So what's the point? Yeah, so what I would say is I think a win today would have meant the top four was a virtual guarantee. I mean, I know we still had to win more games, but you know, there are a lot of winnable games coming up. And, you know, Man U, Leicester both lost points. If we had beat Chelsea, they would have dropped points. Like we would really be looking at um you know, a, a fairly easy cruise into Champions League in my mind. At this point, like, let's not kid ourselves. Um, I don't even think it's about pulling everything out to try to make Champions League. I think to your point, we can't score. So why do you keep running the same team out? And and let's be honest today, I mean, don't get me wrong, Mane stumbled with the ball in his feet uh, towards the beginning of the game. That chance that he had in the at the beginning of the game where like, frankly, he went around the opponent's hip instead of just going straight over it, falling down and getting the penalty shot. I mean, you know, again, not a particularly savvy play for a team that can't generate goals. Um, so I'll, I'll answer your question as I would do all three. I would try for Champions League by saying, screw it, nothing's working. We're going to play the young guys. We're going to try new things. And I suspect that that will lead to losing and not making it into anywhere. But at this point, why? Like, like you said off the top, this is the same game we played last week. Is the same game we played the week before? Same game before that? Why do we keep running the same team out over and over? What do we think we're going to accomplish? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, no matter how many games we play and how many podcasts we record and how many times I keep saying the same thing for whatever reason, every time that we play, I feel like I'm stating the obvious saying, yeah, that just has to be said. Robertson needs to, to sit down. Trent needs to sit down. Firmino needs to sit down. Ronaldo needs to sit down. Uh, who else? So hold on. I think there's actually differences there. I think Firmino needs to be done. He's, I don't know. 
whatever he had in the last five minutes, he needs to go away and figure out how he can give that over the whole game. And until he figures that out, he doesn't get another chance to put on the jersey. Uh, Robertson needs a break. He, he's no just tired. About that. He just, he's, he's just, just tired. Yeah, he has he has no invention at all. Alexander Arnold needs to be benched because this isn't yes, this isn't a Sunday run with your with your buddies. This is a professional game, this casual attitude where you give the ball away, you screw up. Like, let's not forget, what was it, two weeks ago, he had 45, like, lost the ball 45 times, lost possession 45 times in a game. Do you know how hard it is to do that? <laughs> like, like every two minutes, you're losing the ball. Most players don't even touch it that much in a game. So, like, the, the guy is clearly doesn't understand the opportunity he has and how lucky he should feel every time out. So he needs to sit, put Neko Williams in there. What are you going to do? Get growing pains and we're going to give up a goal? Guess what? We're doing that anyway. Right. Samikas, we need to see what we have there. Robertson needs to be given a break. So yeah, Firmino gone, Robertson's uh, sat, and Alexander Arnold benched. That's a start. Genie sat as well. I mean, he's played every single minute or or close to that anyway. I don't know. Every single game. I, I hear you, but here's my new question. I know last game we were talking about Curtis Jones playing in the Firmino spot. What about Genie playing in the Firmino spot? And before you're like, he does his Genie thing. I know he does his Genie thing where he waits for the pressure and then passes it back. But there are moments in the game where he's the offensive Genie who plays for Holland and who plays for us when we need a goal. And towards the end of the game, he was being much more aggressive, making his way into the box. That guy at the number nine wouldn't be the worst thing I've ever seen. Well, except, so so here's the thing. So we tried that against Barcelona in the first leg and it was terrible, right? I don't like him playing in the in the quote-unquote Firmino role, but I think the issue is we need to be done with the Firmino role. So this whole thing of playing a false nine or whatever Roberto Firmino does where he's always in our midfield, uh, it doesn't work for us anymore. We need a striker, right? And... Yeah. We have a striker, then the pressure is off Salah and Mane, and they can just be there to create additional space. And then the midfielders can just midfield, right? They can just do what they're supposed to do. So, so I think it's it's the whole concept of the the, the Firmino role. It's the concept of the high defensive line. It's the concept of Robinson and Trent pushing forward because they're not doing any of that anyway, and yet we just keep trying to play that same tactic. Oh, don't even get me started on the high defensive line. I mean, that that goal that Werner put in that was called back on, I don't know, he was offside by an, uh, an arm hair. Like, literally, I, I looked at that and I'm like, oh, it's a goal. And then VAR actually worked for us one time. But, I mean, I don't know why you're playing that line. Werner is faster than Fabinho. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Is that is that a... I didn't need to see a foot race to know that before the game started. Is that a newsflash? Like, is this? I'd be more, I'd be more confident with with Nat Phillips there actually, because at least I know he's a, def- a defender and he he'll instinctively know when he's beaten and when not to to give too much space. If you know what I mean? Yeah, Nat Phillips plays those better because a he knows his limitations and b he has the instinct. So right. you'll see him hold a high line, but you'll also see him leaning. Exactly. Right where. Fabinho on that on that chance from Werner was caught straight up and down. So as a as a defender, I can tell you, 
if your forward is running and you're trying to hold your line, that's fine, but your body needs to be positioned for you to run. You don't have to necessarily be running, but you need to be at least leaned so that the second the ball is hit, you can start sprinting instead of then leaning into the run. So Fabinho was totally, totally, totally caught off as I would expect a midfielder to be caught off, frankly. Yeah, you, you can tell that he was he was doing what he was taught in class, right? And by class, I mean he's been trained to be a defender this year in all his 27 years of, of, of existence, right? He, it's, it's this year that he's been trained to, to play a central defender. And so he's, you can tell he was taught how to play the off, offside trap. But he hasn't been, he hasn't nurtured the ability to do what Nat Phillips has been doing for probably easily the past 10, 15 years. Right? Yeah, I mean, and, and let's be clear, uh, Werner would have been well offside if it hadn't been for Robertson. So I, I get that. But still. And again, I go back to the fatigue thing. You can see that, again, Robertson should know better. It wasn't too hard for him to ensure that there was clear daylight with Timo Werner, especially since they're playing that tactic. So, of course, they must be expecting that to happen. I so I, and I come back to no tactics have changed. Um, the team's losing. We don't change tactics. The team loses defenders. We don't change tactics. The team loses the captain. We don't change tactics. The team loses the keeper. We don't change tactics. Like I, I, I just I don't. What would it take for Klopp to be like? Why don't we try something new? Like and I and I'm I'm kind of being sarcastic, but I'm really not. Literally, what would it take for Klopp to try something new? Because I haven't seen it. You know, today was much more of the same. Run out the same lineup, the same 4-3-3, the same high line, the same long passes, the same workman-like midfield. I mean, today looked like every other game, and we well, lost every other game, so why wouldn't we lose today? But the frustrating thing is, so they've lost, what, six and seven or something? like. I don't even know the number. I don't even care anymore. But it's those wins that that come in the middle of that. So the West Ham, Tottenham, and then the um, the one against Sheffield. Yeah, um, they're the ones that kind of give you the false hope that okay, it looks like we are um, about to turn the corner and maybe we can salvage the season. I'd almost prefer that we just lose them all because I've I mean I've supported Liverpool for enough seasons to know what it feels like when you you have a crap team and you don't have high expectations and you're just trying to see, okay, what are we building towards for the next season? But all of this winning one game really well doing. So we played really well last game, made some changes at last. And then we revert back to, to type at, at home at Anfield against a top four rival. It, it just, it, it takes the life out of you. Yeah, I mean, again, you're right. There's there's nothing there to to make you feel good about this season. There's nothing there to make you feel good about next season. Um, it's it's truly deflating. I mean, you know, I'm I'm reading a lot online. People, you know, tweeted about uh, um, you know Salah who was angry. Okay, be angry. Yeah, Don't care. Whatever. If 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 this is the performance that you think deserves 90 minutes, then go play somewhere else. And I, and I like Salah and I've talked many times about how I would want to keep him, but no man, like you should be mad at yourself. You should be running off the field and then you should be like, don't hurt your foot by kicking anything, but go punch the Gatorade uh, cooler or something. I don't think they have one in football, but in, in other sports, they have those like show your anger at yourself, not at your team and not at your coach. 
And I so think, I, I didn't like that. And and honestly, what was Ox there for? See, I mean, I I totally would have even totally forgot that he played until you brought him up, right? So when I saw him coming on, I thought, okay, at the very least, he'll try to shoot a few. And he didn't even do that. So, I mean, Haita or Shaq would have been ideal for this Chelsea team. They're not the tallest, or at least they... They um, in the midfield, they they they're not the tallest, they're not the, the strongest, and we could have really done with some invention. So Ox had no shots on net, no shots at net, and one interception in half an hour. That was his contribution. Um, I mean, uh, again, is is Ox's shot that fantastic? Yeah, but if he's not getting it off in half an hour, then what's the point? And frankly, um, I would have put uh, Shaq in instead. To your point, we're not up against a tall team. We don't need headers. But think of the corners and the free kick that Alexander-Arnold wasted because apparently he doesn't know how to kick a set play anymore. Like, I don't know what's happened. Um, I'm I'm just blown away. His corners have no are not dangerous in any way. His free kicks are always going to the other team. Like there's just nothing there. So at least bringing um, Shaq on would have given us the opportunity to do something better in those moments. What do you think about Kavak? Uh, I mean, he's a central defender who played a central defender's role. I thought he had a decent game. Well, like, like I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say he turned, he lit the world on fire. I'm going to say there was no time where I was like, yeah, that guy doesn't know what he's doing. Right. Where we're watching Fab, there were many times where I was like, that guy doesn't know what he's doing. So uh, is he is he worth $20 million for a 20-year-old? Probably. Um, but again, look at him now versus what? Five games ago when he started or four games ago. Yes. He's definitely settled. Mm-hmm. He's he's gotten more used to it. He got... He got suckered into a silly foul again today. That seems to be his thing. Um, but it was only one where in previous games it hit him more. So he seems to be learning. Uh, so I actually thought he was quite good. And I thought the other guy who was quite good today was uh, Tiago. Oh, um... I know what you're going to say, but Tiago was actually surprisingly responsible defensively today. There were a number of times where he was, uh, in that defensive midfielder role. I don't know if that was by design or just because of the the way the game was going, but there were times that he was the first midfielder back and he played the defensive role well. He didn't give away any of those stupid fouls. He tried yeah, to generate I've noticed he's cut forward. those out. Yeah, noticed, but, yeah, he's cut those out recently. You know, so when you look at the game, tackles one, Tiago had three, and nobody else had more than one. We had seven on the whole team and Tiago had three. So... He's, you know, he's he's clearly improved his game and he's settled in a bit more. He doesn't do those stupid fouls. He was much more responsible defensively today. He tried a few things going forward that didn't pay off. But I mean, who else am I giving it to? <laughs> was there anybody today that impressed? I mean, Jones, maybe. He looked you dangerous think, you again. Think, you're thinking of, in terms of the... Man of the match for Liverpool. Yeah. Um, so I like what Genie did. I just don't like what he did all game, but it was nice to see him drive forward. But you can see that he's still caught in two minds 
but I was happy to see that he wasn't overthinking it. Right, just go with the instinct, just push forward. Um, when, when he was pushing forward, man, I loved it. He's got some. He's got some ability there. I know. Yeah, it's 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 in there somewhere. And I wonder I, if he just had enough, or if it was on instruction. Go go back to when was it October or November when we lost both uh, Van Dyke and Gomez, and I said it is time to come back with heavy metal football. And right I don't know now, if this team knows how to do it. You know what? What's the worst that's going to happen? You're going to lose more than five games in a row. Like at least we would score. If everyone on the team is trying to score, I, at least we would score. I, I actually don't think we will. That's that's what I'm saying. I don't think this team has that anymore. They're 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 too controlled in in the way they play, right? Which is why it's it's hard for them to to get up, right? Because, um, they yeah they've they they they've just grown into this machine that doesn't have to operate at 100% in order to to brush people over. But the problem is that when you're down, we were able to get away with still winning games at 75 and then hitting 100 for like two minutes, right? And then just dropping back down again. But they don't know how to hustle. It's it's been it's been it's been trained out of them. Yeah, to to some degree you're right. They play positionally very well. They move the ball well, and so that hustle drive um, you know, constant motion doesn't really exist, which is where Jota is so wonderful because he comes in and he finally brings constant motion of yeah. making runs, stretching the defense, trying things that just nobody else is bringing right now. And so I don't know what we need to change to, but we need to change to something because I'm, I mean, I'm sure I'm not, I'm sure you and I are not the only ones who are tired of all the losing. No, and it's, I mean, the game against Leicester, you know, we should have just won that game. Um, the game against which other ones? And maybe that's the only one. Well, you know, to be clear, um, we're complaining, and and yes, you know, Sa- uh, Mane should have probably you know gone to ground in the penalty box to gotten the penalty shot. Uh, he maybe should have finished that long ball that came over. Um, there were a few chances, but at the end of the day, Chelsea deserved this win. We did not in any way. Yes, absolutely. So it's not even like this is one of those, you know, cases where I'm, you know, talking about how the front three didn't score and that's a real problem. The front three didn't even get shots. The scary thing, well, the 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 real concerning thing about this game is it's one thing to lose at home to Burnley or Brighton or even Everton or even Man City because Man City, you're kind of, you're not surprised. Everton, at some point, they were going to beat us at home. Brighton and Burnley is just one of those seasons. But now when we're losing to a team that comes as our rival and we're losing so comfortably, that's when you have to be concerned because it means that we really are not um, one of the premier teams as, as, as things stand right now. Yeah, we're, we're not able to get up for the games yeah. we know are... this. There was probably not a more important game this season. Let's put it that way. Right. I, I would argue that this is the single most important game of the whole season because a win means Champions League is going to be comfortably achieved, most likely. A loss means we're probably done with Champions League. And, and I and think also, the last 10 minutes you saw that in the team. They realized yeah. how important this game was, but it only felt like in the last 5-10 minutes, which drives me nuts. And it put it... it so having allowing Chelsea to win... He, gives them the platform to push on, right? If we had beaten them, it would have kind of um, 
you know, slow them, slow them down a bit. Well, I mean, if we'd beaten them, we would have been above them in the standings. Right. They would have been looking up at us. And we would have because one thing is, is, is all of these teams, we, we all have to play each other, right? Which is why Champions League is not completely, we're only four points behind. That, that's really nothing because all, I think that Chelsea's next game is against um, Everton, right? Is it? Or Aston Villa. One of those. One of those teams, right? Um, all the teams have to play each other. So, and no one is 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 consistently consistent, right? So, if if we start playing well, then we'll we will get into the Champions League. But the concern is, I don't see how we start playing well because Klopp refuses to make the common sense decisions. We so we play the top team like Man City and we fold. We play our rivals like Man U. We can't beat them. We play Chelsea. We lose to them. We play the bottom teams. We can't break them down. Um, in in all honesty, and and this is a harsh criticism, but it's true. What can we do at this point? I look at this team and I don't see that we can do anything. We can't break down the defensive teams. We can't go blow to blow with the big teams. Um, and 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 the rivals that frankly we should have the championship experience to beat, we don't. So I, I think this is a team that's fairly lost. I think we would all look at Klopp in terms of giving them some sort of identity, but Klopp just keeps running the same team out there and it's not working. Everything really everything really shifted in that Champions League group game where Jota got injured. Because before then, I mean we had we were we had even more injuries in the team and we had we were playing midfielders at the back. But we still had some type of identity and muscle memory from the last few seasons. But it looks like, surprisingly, Jota was the the most pivotal player not to have in the team because, for whatever reason, he put pressure on the other front three. And once he was out, they just not... I'm not saying they did it intentionally, but it gave Klopp no options to, to rotate them. And he's not strong or brave enough to drop Firmino outright and, 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 and tell the whole world he's been dropped. None of that. Yeah. He needs, he needs time off or we need to rotate players. No, tell the whole world. Yes. He's been dropped. Just like Tuchel, uh, uh, Thomas Tuchel said that he dropped, um, Hudson Odoi, right? He's, he told everybody he dropped him. Right. And then I'm sure he'll come back playing stronger. Sometimes we have to do that. Like you said, he's trying to be their best friend when really right now they need tough love. And and in all honesty, you know, when you have top teams and stuff like that, top players, you let them work through it. I think we're past the working through a portion of the of the season. It's on to the you need to deliver, and when you don't deliver, a public embarrassing benching is is what you get, and that's that's just how it has to go because nothing else has worked. Yeah. So we have Fulham, and then we have Champions League, and then. After that, uh, we have. Who do we play after that? I don't know. Someone else who's going to beat us. Yeah, I know. Sorry, sorry. Is that too negative? Honestly, that's how I feel at this point. I just don't feel like we are going to be able to to take matches. I honestly look at the rest of the season, and I don't necessarily see a teams like. Oh yeah, you know, normally we would look and say, "All right, Aston Villa, no problem. Leeds, no problem. Newcastle, no problem." But I mean. Look, we're going to Fulham, and then we have Leipzig. Okay, after that, it's Wolves are an Arsenal, which, frankly, if those teams decide to show up, then they can beat us the way we are right now. Aston well, Villa. The good thing, 
Sorry. The good news is is we have 15 days be- or even 18 days between Wolves and Arsenal. So, I mean, it's not like they can go travel anywhere, but at the very least, Paul can kind of try to figure something out in that time. I, I would honestly say, um, you know, do whatever you do at Fulham. But in those 18 days, I would say you put in a new system. It doesn't need to be radically new. Like, don't move from a four-three-three to like a two-four-three, like whatever. Don't don't do something crazy, but you need to put in something new. The high line with Fabinho at the back doesn't work. The the workman-like midfielders who create nothing doesn't work. The forwards who can't score a goal don't work. You have to change something, and I would say take that break to change something. For more stories, analysis, and articles, go to the forensicop.com website. <laughs>